0: yeah that's right (laughs) the royal penis is clean your highness thank you good people who have traveled from villages near and far lend me your ears hello hello anybody home what's up miss tasty what's up what's up hi there nice to see you bumblebee tuna Bumblebee tuna! Hello, West Man Tooth. Hello, Evening News Team.
1: You are now listening to another edition of the Nothing But Real Reviews and More podcast.
2: Welcome to the goody room. But their ability to open is f***ing heroic.
3: And now, with your permission, I'm going to do my stuff. What are you going to do? I'm going to do the best I can.
2: Back in the saddle again. Nope. No. I hate your jokes,
0: but it is good that you're hosting again Yay! (laughs) Shut up! (laughs) I never
3: thought I'd say this, but it's good to have you back, Mike Yay! Yeah,
0: you see, sometimes you gotta see how bad it
2: can (laughs) be (laughs) Yeah, I'm just like, don't ever threaten me to leave, because you'll know what you'll be left with Thanks for joining us, everybody Uh, This is Nothing But Real Reviews and More
0: Uh, I'm hosting, Mike Lucas here Uh, If you want to see a real train wreck, go listen to uh, Monday's show. Well, I mean, hopefully you listen to Monday's show anyway.
1: It wasn't
0: that
3: bad. It did, like... It got off to a rocky start. Oh,
2: it was (laughs) like, hey, let's... You ever seen that episode of Spongebob where they hit rock bottom? (laughs) Like, that's literally (laughs) a town, and there's literally a 90-degree angle. (laughs) (laughs) fact that they go down, that was like, you guys down this hill, and then just, like, you hit rock bottom.
3: Dwayne Johnson's finishing move from back in the day.
1: Really? A rock, rock bottom. bottom. I thought he had yeah. the people's elbow. Well, well that, that was his that, other yeah. one. Oh. A what? rock bottom, he'd, like, take you, and he'd, and he'd, and he'd drop you down. I can't really and act no, it out yeah, because you can't see it, but.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so you're, like, <laughs> pointing at it. Anyway. Yeah, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to rock Man. bottom Mike, and we'll record it. Right. <laughs> Yeah, we need a, actually, a YouTube. Yeah, I'd, I'd actually download. We an do episode need a YouTube. You that. that would All be right. great. Okay, wow. Um, There's the joining me, yeah, <laughs> joining me, Brent. Say hi. Hi, Matt McNeil. Hi, Johnny Lucas. What's up? And Michael Lucas. Hi. Uh, we got a great show for you guys. We are going to get into actually rather just retouch on movies coming to theaters, um, and DVDs. I guess the, the only I'll do it now. The only movie worth on DVDs is Joy. It, which was an Oscar-nominated film, and that's the only reason why I say it's even worth it.
0: So we didn't even say that on the Monday show. Yeah, Maybe and I didn't. I
2: didn't want to interrupt, so I was like, "Yeah, it's just an Oscar-nominated film." I think it was uh, the actress won Best Actress, Best Leading Actress. Just because it won an Oscar She's... does not make it a good movie. No, no, not not the, no, no. I
3: thought the chick from Room won Best Actress.
2: Maybe you're right, but I know. Oh, Joy! No, Joy has uh, Jennifer Lawrence in it that's what i'm thinking of
1: that's probably why i've never heard of it because i don't like her yeah
2: that's that's what i was thinking of um because you're right room did win and that was the girl from 21 jump street (laughs) (laughs) man uh and movies coming to theaters basically all you have to look forward to is civil war civil war uh so we have a gem of the week coming up in just a moment and we're going to follow that with a review of coming to america so gem of the week johnny you bring us this one right That was a question. That wasn't a statement. Okay, I I, I
0: was confused (laughs) by your, you know, by my alliteration. What? Okay. Anyways, the movie this week is uh, The Cabin in the Woods. It's actually starring Thor. It It stars. Does star (laughs) Thor? He plays Thor in the movie. He doesn't. Chris Hemsworth. (laughs) Chris Hemsworth. (laughs) Whatever. I don't know actors' names. Anyways, Thor's in it. Um, Oh my god. (laughs) (laughs) It was written by Joss Whedon and Drew Goddard. Uh, directed by drew goddard and the synopsis was five friends go for a break to a remote cabin in the woods where they uh get more than they bargained for it's a horror movie it, this movie well, is super meta and i love it i honestly i've heard some good things about it, it but i it's have not
1: horrible i will say this if you like josh whedon you'll like this movie because it's a very much so a josh whedon movie Josh, there's no H. I I say Josh yeah. all the time. I know, I know it's Josh. Whedon, yeah, but like because he did like <laughs>
0: <laughs> I, know I know it's I know it's
1: No, but like like I don't know. Like if you like Buffy the Vampire Slayer and Angel and stuff like that, you'll probably like this.
0: Well, okay. He did the Avengers too. So I mean, if you like the Avengers, which is like mm. everyone, but you'll it's like this, not yeah. quite Avengers though. Because he he there was a
1: lot of Whedon in, in the Avengers, but he there toned a, it down a little <laughs> bit.
0: Uh, are we not doing phrasing <laughs> phrasing right, right. Um, so yeah as we Johnny
2: didn't. said earlier goodness I, I'm just ignoring whatever <laughs> happened on that side of the table uh, Cabin in the Woods um, it's from 2012 rated R about an hour and a half long it's fantasy horror mystery uh, it stars uh, Thor aka Chris Hemsworth as <laughs> as some of us may know him right, as you learn something new everyday Yeah. Christian um, Connolly uh, Anna Hutchinson Bron Kronz. That's a great name. Like, Ace of Butterfield. <laughs>
1: Ace of Butterfield. That's... <laughs>
2: I thought that's what his name was. Like, So his middle name was Of? Yeah, Ace of Butterfield. Well, like, Da Vinci. You know, like, Leonardo Da Vinci. It's translates to Leonardo of Vinci. Like, that's the Did town. Did you think his name was Duh? His no. middle name was Da? No, duh? like... <laughs> anyway. Yeah, come on. Um... Anyway, so wh- why is this movie meta? Uh so I don't want to spoil yeah,
3: you can't the movie. Spoil it. But okay, there are elements in the movie that aren't typical of a horror movie and it kind of looks at the movie as though they're watching a horror movie.
0: Okay. And that's that's interesting. It, it it takes all the tropes that you see in any uh classic horror movie and then it plays on them and it actually makes it Quite funny, in my opinion.
2: Funny or interesting, both. This okay. movie, this movie
0: definitely has some comedic
3: elements to it.
1: Okay. Yeah, comedy is not on one of the options that you gave, but I would almost throw comedy on one of the little subgenres that they have.
2: Okay. And I guess you know it's it's kind of funny. Like the, the the cabin in the woods is where uh, like the not, not I was going to say haunting in Connecticut, but that's not it. No. Uh, like the ring or, uh, like, they will happen in Cabins in the Woods in well, like, like horror movies. So. And yeah, stuff yeah. like Evil Dead. Yeah, You know what I mean? So it's it, just, like, the most generic title yeah. ever. <laughs> it's,
1: if you see and the movie, you'll understand
2: why for. it's like that. If, okay. Because,
1: I mean, it's supposed to sound generic. Yeah, right. And I, I kind of get that now. The cabin even looks like the one from the Evil Dead, I think. Well, I think they took a lot from yeah. that. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I think that was intentional. Yeah. No, that's what I mean. Like, they took a lot from it, you know, to be intentional. Like, almost like a you know, hey, you remember this movie? Yeah. You
0: know, speaking watch of which, this. I never saw the remake of that. Is that any good? The Evil Dead. Yeah. Um, I heard it was okay.
2: Yes, it was. Yes, okay. Yeah. Story for another time. Just watch or no watch. Well, maybe somebody will request it.
0: Uh, um, I would say <laughs> you're gonna make me write probably an email. watch it.
2: Watch it. <laughs> watch it. Um, I haven't seen it either. Let's move on. Coming to America. I think that's, how we kind of, that's kind of his accent in the movie, right? Eddie Murphy's? I would. I love say.
1: America! <laughs> <laughs> that's exactly what I just said. I America.
2: Um, Brent, you picked this. I did. Hang on to that thought. <laughs> <laughs> uh, at this point of the show, I just want to say, if you guys have not seen this movie and you don't want it ruined, stop the podcast now. Come back to it later, because we will probably spoil the crap out of it. Also get a hold of us on Facebook at Nothing But Reviews and More. Uh, actually, just Google us. We come up. We're there. We say... Send us an email. Um, uh, that, didn't, well, that wasn't a sentence, I know. Send us an email. Lethargicmedia at gmail.com uh, Let us know. Give us a list of movies you want us to review. Uh, as well as let us know what we're doing right, what we're doing wrong.
0: Please. So... Listen to the Monday show and send your hate mail to me.
2: Yes. Do that. <laughs>
0: But that's just only so I I I
2: have job security. Brent, back (laughs) to that thought. (laughs) Why did you pick this film?
1: I uh well you know we've been doing movies of a lot of people I like you know we've done Tom Hanks, Jim Carrey, we even do an Adam Sandler one in there, and although his movies have been awful as of the like what last decade I would say. Um. Eddie Murphy, I when I was a kid I really liked him and he was hilarious and. So many of his movies I grew up liking, and this was one of my favorites of
2: his when I was growing up. Okay. Uh, so, Coming to America, it is um, a 1988 film, 6.9 out of 10 on IMD Bizzle, uh, and actually got 69% uh, certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes, as well as the 85% of the audience liked it. So, uh, better received from the audience than the critics. Which is um, normal. I wouldn't say normal. Well, for this type of movie. Right. Yes. for uh, Especially for... Uh, could you do you call this black comedy? Like, you know how, like, you can yeah. subgenre comedy. comedy? Uh, well, I mean, I guess if you want to call it that, I don't know if you call it that you First, you can call it that, but first and foremost, that's not what it is. No. Okay. Okay. That's fair to say. Um, But it's two hours long romance comedy. Uh, it is rated R. So just be aware.
1: Well, there is some language in there and, and boobies. Yeah.
2: There are. <laughs> <laughs> there are. <laughs> um,. The synopsis is an African prince goes to Queens in New York to find a wife whom he can respect for her intelligence and will. Uh, as you alluded to, stars Eddie Murphy, uh, Arsenio Hall, James Earl Jones. Uh, I kept want to say John Stamos. <laughs> <laughs> no,
1: not John Stamos. But it's John Amos. Yes.
2: Bummer. Um, Madge Sinclair. Uh, A lot of other names... A lot of these people were bigger in the
1: 80s, especially in movies that predominantly had African Americans. But another thing about this movie is... Cuba Gooding Jr. is in it. He doesn't speak, but he's just sitting Mises, there getting his yep. hair cut. Mm-hmm. Samuel L. Jackson, this is like one of his first movies. Yep.
0: Was that Cuba Gooding Jr.? Getting That's his hair cut, yes. That's both of them. And Samuel L. Jackson. Samuel L. Jackson yeah, I actually had to guy. look up the Samuel L. Jackson one. I, like, I heard the voice. I heard See, him like, yelling, and I was like, oh yeah. my God. Yeah.
1: Nobody knew who those two guys were when this movie was made. They oh, were yeah. trying to break nobody, into the business.
0: Nobody
3: going to mention that Louis Anderson was also in this Lou, movie? Yeah, Louis Anderson yeah. was in it. He was... Uh, is he
1: the, the, the restaurant guy? Yes, yeah. he was the guy who worked at McDowell
2: uh, SNL alum? No. no.
1: He hosted so. Family Feud for a little bit. Yeah. Okay. He I,
0: I,
2: I knew it was
1: place. a familiar I face. I just yeah. couldn't tell where from.
3: I think he had his own show at one point and then he hosted Family Feud Maybe. for a while.
1: Yeah.
2: I, okay. I do remember he did Family Feud though, but... So yeah, a lot of recognizable faces even if you don't know their names in this film. Uh, so let's start. First initial thoughts. I don't want to hear from Brent. I want to hear from Brent last. Matt... I'm going to pick on you.
3: Uh, That's fine. Um, So I have to retroactively do take backsies (coughs) on what I said last week when I said that this is one of Eddie Murphy's best movies because I did not like it.
2: But you had seen it before.
3: Yes. and What changed? I got older. (laughs) (laughs) That was it? Uh, I, I understand a little bit more of... Uh, movie tropes and and how things work. Okay. Um, some might say, like I know Aaron would probably say, I've gotten a little bit more PC, um, which does play into a little bit of it, but not not a lot. Mostly, I just didn't think this movie was very funny.
2: Okay, and that's kind of the staple of a comedy. Yeah, <laughs> I th- like the, if I know a thing or two about a thing or two. The all
3: the all the best lines. In this movie, I feel were from characters who didn't have very much screen time, which is unfortunate.
2: Okay, but to that point, there, there's some. There are plenty of movies where the main characters aren't the best parts of the movie. You know are, what I mean? Are you sure that
1: that wasn't the main characters just in a different suit? Because ah. Eddie Murphy and <laughs> Arsenio Hall played a lot of characters, yeah. but uh, I'm pretty sure neither of them joking. played James Earl Jones. So, oh, well, you don't know, Eddie Murphy was pretty talented in the <laughs> yes. Years.
2: He has quite the range. <laughs> John, what are, what are your first initial thoughts about the film? Eh. Eh.
0: You want to elaborate or just leave it at that for now? <coughs> I guess I can elaborate. Okay. I, <laughs> thank you. <laughs> I figure it deserves at least that much. What they said, James Earl Jones is by far the funniest character in this movie. Just everything he says I thought was gold. But um, the movie itself, it was very, very 80s. That's all I can really say about it. Just everything about it, it just screamed. I don't know what you're talking about.
2: Solow still around? Yeah. <laughs> you're t- well, Hold on. You're telling me a movie from the '80s is very '80s. It. You know, you're saying mean, it didn't age well.
0: I would. Agree, I would say that it did not age. Yeah, I would it, agree
1: with that though, because there's yeah. a lot of cultural things about right, the '80s, and I get and that. Yeah.
0: And I think that's 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 what I'm trying to get at here. Is like it just everything was very pop culture at the time kind of thing and kind of okay. like how you see big some big blockbuster movies now they they make a lot of references to things that are relevant today but you know kids 10 12 years from now aren't going to understand it.
2: Right. Okay. Okay. You know I thought the film was probably the my favorite Eddie movie Murphy, Eddie Eddie Movie Murphy, Murphy Eddie Murphy movie. That's the Got one. Got it. Yep. <laughs> um so far like I, I mean I guess I don't what else can I compare it to? I mean,
1: uh, well, I would say Eddie Murphy's best movie would be The Nutty Professor. In I my would opinion. agree with that. <sighs>
3: I don't. I would also put Shrek and
1: Mulan in there. See, I wouldn't. Can you count those as his
2: movies? Right.
3: Well, a, he, he plays a big enough role in both of them that I would count. It. I I guess,
0: oh, but yeah, I
2: guess I, can say I wouldn't say Mulan. Personally, but I would say Shrek. Well, is in mine.
0: Shrek's supporting. He's a supporting.
1: For though. but for a lot of movies like this, I don't necessarily count animated movies. I almost put that in its own little genre. Yeah. Like yeah, oh, yeah. my favorite Eddie Murphy animated movie is Shrek.
2: <laughs> Brent's got subgenre on subgenre <laughs> on subgenre. <laughs> yeah. All right, I I, I I get that. So, I, I mean, how could you not? Like the Adventures of Pluto Nash, though.
1: Oh, <laughs> <God>. <laughs> have any of you actually seen that movie? I have
2: seen that movie. Yes, it's a dude eats a bunch of hot
1: dogs and then doesn't know how to get them out of his body. Just watch it's, that scene. That's the only scene worth watching
2: in that movie.
3: <laughs> oh, that's that, that movie movie's is terrible. terrible. It's uh, an awful movie. So
2: yeah, I think it was probably my favorite Eddie Murphy, m- Eddie Murphy movie. Thank you. Just point at me every time you need me to say. Yeah. It. <laughs> to the to that point, um, I still don't think it was very good. But Brent, initial thoughts. Well, like I said, uh, growing up, this
1: was one of my favorite movies of his. I will say, I still thought it was funny. I liked it. Maybe it's not quite as funny as I thought it was when I was a kid. But like I said, I still think it's a funny movie and a movie that I haven't seen in a while. But you know what? I'd probably watch it again sometime. Probably not anytime soon, but okay, eventually. Yeah,
2: eventually. That's from SpongeBob. Um. How many characters and we tried talking this the other day did Eddie Murphy play in oh. Arsenio Hall I guess I Arsenio, Arsenio Hall
3: I think played a few I think Eddie Murphy only played two No no, no Eddie Murphy
2: he was had at least three. the
1: main guy
2: obviously Yeah and he, he was had the, barber. the
1: barbershop guy he had the guy singing at the uh yep. black awareness thing Oh was that also Eddie Murphy Yeah, yeah, yeah he, pl- um, he played the reverend guy No no that Not- was Arsenio Hall was the reverend Eddie Murphy was the singer Oh. Yeah, the, the,
2: who came onto the band for l- maybe five minutes of screen time, yeah. if yeah. that? And he was just going crazy, and then like everybody was just like, like, and yep. he's like yeah. "Screw it!" And he just walks off. Yep.
1: But was he anybody else? I he might have been, but off the top of my head, I can't think of it. Was
2: he, I know Arsenio Hall was one of the girls in like the club. Yes. Yes. What. Which that was the only one that I noticed was Arsenio Hall. <laughs> yeah. I was like, "What?" Well, because it was so <laughs> obviously. Yeah. I know, Arsenio and that's why Hall. I was like, "Oh my god!" But when you said Arsenio Hall played other characters, I was like, he "No was, way." He was the one of the other barbers, not yep. the main
1: barber. The main barber was yeah. Eddie Murphy. He was had like a beard. Yeah, he looked like Uncle Drew.
2: Yeah, does anyone know who <laughs> yeah. you know who Uncle yeah. Drew is?
1: <laughs> he did. He was that, and then like we said, the Reverend, and. He might have also been another character, but like I said off the top of my
2: head, I can't yeah. really think of any other ones and what well, that just amazes me like how because if you don't know like if this is your first Eddie Murphy movie, you will probably not realize that he plays other characters because the only reason I knew he was uh, one of the barbers was the voice. like you could tell that's like one of his characters that he had done in other things that like that voice and so I, that just amazes me. Is anyone else just amazed by it, or is it just like, Mike, this is so overdone? And
0: No, uh, well, this is, like, people didn't do it a whole lot back saying, then. i say maybe at the time in the 80s, things were different.
1: Yeah, and th- this was, like, like I. I w- it was so they could s- avoid paying more actors. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I want to say this was the <laughs> first movie that Eddie Murphy did this in. I could be wrong, but I do know that if it wasn't his first, it was, like, his second or third. I, I mean, have, there wasn't a whole lot before that that he would have eventually done.
0: led to very sad places, Norbit. The Adventures of Pluto Nash. <laughs> yeah.
1: On IMDB it has uh Eddie Murphy cast as four people. I'm not it has the Prince, Clarence, which I believe was the barber, Randy Watson, which I believe was that the was singer, singer, and Saul. I'm not sure who Saul was. I can't seem to remember. I don't
2: know. Saul? Yeah. That, he is the guy from Breaking Bad. Yeah. You better ah, call him. Ah. Yep. Obviously, that was Eddie Murphy. Mm, mm, He's he does good. a
1: mean Bob Odenkirk impression. Mm. We got all the other Hall ones, but Dumb. there's the one Eddie Murphy one we're missing. I can't think of who it yeah. is off the top of my head.
2: Okay, so okay, uh, aside, that was just one of the things that blew my mind immediately. Like when I was like, "Whoa!" Uh, what did you guys think about the story though? Like overall.
1: Well, and I mean, it's speak it once. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I think we were afraid we were going to do that.
1: Uh. It, well, yeah. I mean, it's nothing like super original, but I mean, like you know guy tries to find girl I mean but it's so much bigger than it that it is I mean cause okay like to shorten it up Eddie Murphy's character the prince is being forced is getting forced to get married and they
2: and they, they they're have from, chose
1: a bride from him he's the prince of uh, Zamunda Con- Zamunda which is in Africa and he it's his 21st birthday and he has to marry this woman and he doesn't want to marry her because he's never met her. He doesn't love her. He wants to find his own wife. So he
0: goes to America to find a wife. It it's end. the very cliche story. Right. Line. Get going. But there's there's a lot of, you know, sort of original arcs you don't see, I guess. Yeah, you guess? I mean, I, I liked the barbershop guys, how they kind of played into things, and yeah. how he actually got a job. And I don't know.
2: I mean, like. The story about him wanting to find a girl that likes him for him and not for all of the money he has because apparently they are stinking rich. Yeah. <laughs> like, they had gold-plated toothbrushes and razors and, and everything, he, which was fantastic. James Earl Jones
0: wore a freaking lion. You know he's he's loaded. No, I thought it was suede. Suede, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> is, it su- is, it su- is it suede? Is it suede? So,
2: that part is generic, but I think everything else because, like, he, you, he still has trouble convincing the girl to like him, even though it's obviously she likes him. Which is, I thought it was weird. You know what I mean? Yeah.
0: I, I mean, no. I think it had your. Bare, <laughs> I think it had your 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 easily spelled out formula. You know, he doesn't want to get married to the one girl. He goes to on his quest to find him, finds the girl, but oh, she's got someone else in mind. Daryl.
3: <laughs>
0: so <laughs> close. <laughs>
3: <laughs> yeah, this, this movie is the definition of predictability. And, like, and then it, it Really? Had yes.
0: That, it even had that stupid part where they get into a big fight for some odd reason, even though there really should not have been a big fight. No, he for, lied
1: to her. That's why she was mad.
0: And there was no reason for him to lie to her.
1: Yeah, there was because he wanted to find somebody who loved him for who he was and not a prince. And that's that's he, why he was pretending to be poor.
0: But the thing is a goat herder. He never explained it when he had the chances to and that's all he had to do. Was explain it because
2: but if you could look into that like he he is not from the area. He might not know customs and like well not only how interact,
0: didn't know customs.
2: Not only that but uh he
1: hasn't known the woman for very long. So right. you go on a couple days and be like, "Hey, I'm a prince. I have to get married. You want to marry me?" No. Yeah. <laughs>
2: Like what?
0: I don't know. I think by the third then, date, spoiler, he at least. What happens anyway? Okay, so
1: yeah.
2: you got married after your third date?
0: We never went on dates. <laughs> okay,
2: I I showed a girl I had a Kia Soul, and that was the end of it, John. <laughs> like if I came out it as a prince, you, that's even a bigger bomb to drop. You know what I mean? You have yeah. a Kia Soul?
1: Yes. <laughs>
3: you don't box. know
1: what your brother drives?
2: Don't no, you see the I car
1: am. all the time? A
3: cardboard box with wheels.
2: And hamsters. And so hamsters, Okay. okay. <laughs> Moving on. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so uh, what, what do you guys want to talk about? Storyline? Casting? Well, like I said, the
1: storyline, there wasn't anything special about it. It had its own little unique thing on something that's been done. On a, a very bunch. generic story. Yeah. Okay. Casting-wise, like Eddie Murphy in his prime,
2: I mean, that type of movie is perfect for Eddie Murphy. If, I love how you say that. Even though it's literally his fifth movie, sixth
1: movie. Yeah, but well, this was after Beverly Hills Cop, correct? After the Golden Child. Yeah, and, just and before then. Before Beverly
0: Hills Cop, too.
1: And I would say, or after what? After Doctor Doolittle, he took a big dive. I can't remember what he did after Doctor Doolittle.
0: Um, let's the see. Adventures of Pluto
2: Nash. Exactly, <laughs> Nutty Professor Two. Well, Shrek. True. The PJs again.
1: Those are <laughs> the PJs. Actually, was funny. I don't <laughs> know if you guys ever good, watched yeah. that. I have not seen that. I for I, I guess Doctor Doolittle's maybe a little older yeah. than I thought. Doolittle two,
2: and then in 2002 he did Pluto Nash So it's about the 2000s when that came around. Yep. He started. Uh, Daddy daycare. Mm. 2003. It was that was probably his.
0: Best of the 2000s, I would guess. I, I, I will agree with Brent, though. I think he peaked in the 80s. I really think yeah. his best... Well, no, peak. and I'm not arguing even that. I even, just,
1: like, into the 90s a little bit, but... Yeah.
3: Maybe. Well, and, and maybe well, like, it's just me, but I really did not find Eddie Murphy funny in this movie. Um, okay,
1: let's talk about this.
3: Yeah, let's talk about this. Let's talk I, about this.
2: Okay, I, I don't... I think he carried the movie well, and I think he was funny, but... As I said earlier, I think there were other people that were funnier in the movie, but I don't think it was his job to to be all the funny in the movie.
0: And I can agree with Mike on that. He it, this movie Eddie Murphy was meant to be serious. He wasn't meant to be the funny. The comedy right. was happening around him, and that yeah. was where in the situation... Like semi
1: and who was yeah. there? Samuel semi. Hall semi.
2: <laughs> semi. And I
3: I guess I can kind of <laughs> see that. <laughs> but the the problem that I had with it is that. I didn't really find any of the situations that he was getting into funny. Like you could see everything coming a mile away and like
1: Well, you've seen the movie before, but so. no
3: but even even if I hadn't seen the movie, this <laughs> movie so like pre- this I'm movie's joking. so predictable that any time a scene starts you can tell exactly where it's gonna go, how it's gonna end, and it's just it's not funny. There were no surprises
0: in this movie. I mean, I don't know, I didn't expect to see Samuel Jackson, but I did. Okay, <laughs> I had to pause Not that at that point. <laughs> that part did uh, throw me for a loop, and I, that, yeah. was,
3: that was the best scene in the whole there,
1: movie. There were little things about the movie that I found funny. Like, he basically has never had to do anything in his life. Like, people bathe him and wipe his own backside. He doesn't have to do any of that. I mean, and then he gets a job working at McDowell's, which is a McDonald's ripoff. Completely. <laughs> I they have the golden arches. I have the golden arcs. Yeah. <laughs> and like the guy tells him to mop, he's like, you know how to mop, right? And he's pushing the bucket around because that's how he thinks you're supposed to mop. And he's like, oh, we'll just leave the bucket alone so you that don't. That was get great. Ideas.
3: I I don't know. I just I didn't really find that funny. The like the best the best moments in this movie for me were the the Samuel Jackson scene and then pretty much any time James Earl Jones was in the movie because what? he had all the best lines.
1: What about the scene where Eddie Murphy? Is trying to find an excuse to talk to the girl that he likes, and he's just mopping, and he's got a big smile as he passes the door, and like five times, yeah, and he's just I like, just, uh, "Oh, hey, let's go in now."
3: I just, didn't think that was funny, and and maybe, maybe the humor is just too dry for for my personal taste. Could be.
0: I think it's because you've seen it so many times before. Because every I've only seen this movie st- once before. No, no, I'm not saying this movie. I'm just saying these types these of comedies are overdone, especially in the 90s and that, the early thousands. Maybe. Thousands. Start, that that 90, might be. In the 2000s. In the, the early,
2: early thousands. thousands. It's yeah. been done thousands it, of times? <laughs> <laughs> Probably.
3: No, and
1: I mean, I, I guess I get what you're saying. It might be personal preference with humor. Like, Mike loves 21 Jump Street. I don't find <laughs> it that funny, so it's like a humor thing that maybe yeah, you just don't humor, find that type of humor very funny. very subjective,
3: but this movie has so many jokes that just go on way too long. Like... For example, in the very beginning of the movie, when they first introduce his uh, fiance, his his prearranged fiance, yeah, and all those like dancers come out, and that scene goes on literally for like four minutes when they're just doing that dance.
1: I think that scene was a little too long, and I don't think it was supposed to really be all that funny until you go to like uh, 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 James Earl Jones, and he's got a face like, oh, this is still going on, okay.
2: I didn't think that was funny at all, but I thought it was just like showing their customs.
1: Yeah, that's what a lot of it was. I do think that especially that first scene went on a little too long. Mm -hmm. But and I think they tried to show a little comedy by, you know, showing a close up of James Earl Jones and Mm -hmm. he has a face like okay, "Okay, this is still going. I honestly didn't think that that was scripted.
3: I thought that was just James Earl Jones's (laughs) natural reaction. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah.
2: I I could see that. Um Okay, okay. Let's talk about like set. Because I don't think we're gonna get anywhere with comedy. Because it's like everyone's entitled to their own opinion, even if they're wrong.
0: Oh no! I mean, they can be—they can have their opinions, <laughs> but they are wrong. That's yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> oh, okay, <laughs> yeah, exactly. I thought you were trying to be PC. So, you know, no, no, no.
2: Everyone's entitled to their own opinion, even if they're wrong. Like, know, mine's better than you. <laughs> uh, you know, because like, it, it, there—I think there were there were very funny parts in it, but people might not think that they're funny. Sorry, like, I just it, thought of a scene. Okay, let's have it. When. uh... Because, you know, in the 80s,
1: Jerry Curls were in and the soul glow with the oil yeah. and the grease in their hair. And when the family that owns the company stands up and there's the stain on the back of this couch, I just.
3: <laughs> oh, yeah. And see, there, there are little moments like that where, like, I snickered at the movie, but I never was out loud laughing at it. Okay.
2: I, this one part in particular made me laugh super hard when they first get into Queens and they get out and they're like. Going up into the apartment and they leave all their luggage, <laughs> and people rob them. I'm like, yeah, I saw that coming. But then they come out and everyone's wearing their <laughs> yeah. traditional garb. I thought that was hilarious. I think these are
1: the people that stole our luggage.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was like, mm, how do you know?
3: I don't know. There, I, I, I think no? there, there is one part where I did, aside from Samuel Jackson, because he's just over the top in everything he does, and I love it. But there's a part near the beginning of the movie where. Uh, James Earl Jones is talking to Eddie Murphy um, and uh, his wife is there too and, and he's talking about how um, when they first met they were all but they were both really nervous but then they grew to love each other and James Earl Jones says see there's a fine line between love and nausea and I, I just burst out <laughs> laughing at that point because I didn't was even really catch funny. that yeah because uh, the wife was like yeah I was so nervous that I was nauseous for like the first few years and Then I like over time I grew to love your father, and he's like, "Yeah, there's a fine line between love and nausea." I thought that was really funny.
2: That's the one thing you think is funny in this movie. Yes, all right,
3: that was the funniest piece of dialogue in the entire movie.
0: Okay, I guess I did kind of like the part where he was he was ordering his bride to be around. <laughs> right, yeah. Bark, bark like a dog. And see, that's <laughs> a part where maybe
3: I'm a little too PC because he tells her to jump up and down and act like an orangutan. And I'm like, that's not okay. I I she was t- barking like a dog. That's also
0: not okay. You're way too PC. I that didn't even is, take it like that. Yeah, that
1: was just him showing like, oh, this She'll woman's do supposed literally- to do whatever I say, and that's not what I want. Yeah. yeah, but out
3: of literally millions of things that you could tell her to do, and that's what that's, that's what the movie
1: decides to go with.
2: Yeah. But
1: mm. <laughs> what do you? I think uh, you maybe just look into stuff that, that, that was. Mean yeah, looking that's into. nothing.
0: I was going to say, if, if anything, I thought... I expected the part you were going to say you were being most PC about was the barbershop stuff, but
2: I yeah I, I didn't mean, see anything wrong that with that. That part
3: also wasn't great.
2: Ah,
1: <laughs> uh,
0: 80s. 80s. I, I don't know. 80s, I don't, who, just wash your hands Who, who of do you it think
1: would funny. understand New York barbershop people better? Four white guys that have never been to New York or Eddie Murphy.
3: Well, and I, that's why I didn't... I didn't want to bring up the barbershop mm. thing. The The things that, that bothered me the most were uh, that interaction between him and his fiance, and the, like, tribal four-minute dance at the beginning. I was like, this is not a very good representation.
2: Of the people of Zamunda? The it's ma- a f- yeah.
3: fiction... made-up country? The, the, the made-up country. But the the made-up country that's supposed rich... to reflect a real place.
0: That could have been a part of their rich, made-up heritage. <laughs>
2: Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't get where you're coming from at all. And may- maybe it's just me. Uh, I think so. Not not to be mean or anything. It's just <laughs> like, I think you're you're reading, like, paragraphs that aren't there. Maybe. Uh, I anyway.
1: Know. He's in a different book. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> so let's talk about the set of, paper. of this. I he don't like this... Set of the movie. I, if I could get that <laughs> out. I didn't know how to say it because it felt like you were on a set of a movie. Like nothing – it seemed like everything Spit was too literal, like like literally placed. Like the crappy apartment just looked like a set of a crappy apartment. It didn't look like a crappy apartment. Do you get what I'm saying? Yeah. Yes. And like even the, the palace in Zamunda was like well, that, too much of a palace.
0: Yeah,
1: that was – really fake. Yeah, that's
0: what I'm saying. It, yeah. it, it, it almost, I hated it because it felt fake. Yeah. I don't see where you're coming from on this. Like, it, it was too much of a palace? It was too crappy of an well, apartment? I mean, I, I guess I don't see like, where you're coming like it, from here.
1: It's, it's like, okay, imagine a real crappy apartment, like an actual crappy apartment, and then be like, mm, I want to make this into a movie, and then it looks just too... Crappy, like it doesn't look like a real apartment. I get what he's saying. It looks like they went on a stage,
2: built a few walls, and here's your crappy apartment. Yeah, it's like you could tell that it was a set of a crappy apartment and not a crappy apartment. Does that make sense?
0: I see where you're coming from. I just don't see. You. Oh, you don't see it in the movie. I don't movie? see it in the movie. No, no. I, I, the
2: entire time, no matter where they were, if they were even if they were in a uh, uh, McDonald's house, I was like, this is this is a, a set, and it just it made me upset because. I don't think that's what they were going for, and
1: yeah,
3: I mean, you could have easily just taken blocked off some locations in New York and just right. shot the movie there.
2: That's what I'm saying. It's like, how hard would it have been to just get an actual location and do this, as to build all the sets? And I don't well, know exactly what they did. I didn't. Some of them they did like the McDowells. I think that was an actual McDonald's. Yeah, I thought that was. Oh yeah, you
1: know, no, no, I get that. And like the house, like I don't know, maybe they just weren't able to get like. Because you know you need like uh, uh, licensings and stuff right. like that. Maybe they just couldn't get some of that stuff so they yeah. had to just throw something together. I don't know. A lot of
0: camera and light- lighting equipment. Yeah. Kind of hard to fit in a house. Yeah, And a crappy apartment. I palace, gotcha. I mean. Eh. Did, a lot of room in a palace.
3: Did you guys notice that there was like 10 to 15 minutes of movie missing near the end? What do you mean? Because like yeah. they, they're on the subway, right? And he comes out to be uh to um I don't even remember her name about oh. being a prince and then they have that little fight and he's like Well if you loved me when you thought I was a goat herder, uh then you should love me even though I'm a prince and blah 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 and let's get married and she's like it wouldn't work out and she leaves and then literally the very next scene they're getting married. Like, no what, they what go happened to the there?
1: scene they go to the scene where he goes back to the house and he explains to his to James Old Jones and his mom, the king and queen, like, oh I loved her, blah, blah, blah and the king and queen have that little talk where like, well, you know, and she gives him the look and he's like, Yeah, it's good, so you're supposed to fill in your head, Oh, the king went and talked to her and right. like, Hey, you know, I yeah. apologize for all that. Yeah, and I don't know. Because it, it's not like it went straight from subway to them getting married. There it, was that little scene in between.
3: It it seems like it, I, I Maybe I just zoned out for that little bit of movie, but it seems like there was some things missing where him and the girl reconciled and decided that they he should didn't I, He didn't know. He was well, surprised when he I saw her.
0: What I'm going to say is I agree with Matt here. I didn't feel like there was surprise at the wedding. To me, that was that was me. I just didn't feel like was So you there think that's bad acting there. at that point? It's either that or it's just bad writing or something. I don't know well he was surprised I just didn't see it because he I was all like uh, and then he opened the thing he's like oh my god it's her and he looked to his dad and they're like
1: hey good job ah. son and then her her dad comes out and leans on the king which is probably a crime in most places but you know
0: well <laughs> I mean he's kind of the father of the queen now I guess princess yeah he has no power
1: he, he you have no McDonald's. power here he's in Africa he had no power there moving on
0: (laughs) yeah i don't get the reference (laughs) no i just
1: there was no reference he just has no power in africa okay
2: yeah there's no there's no reference but i'm i was i'm just gonna say i i don't think there was anything missing i think they kind of they they didn't spell it out what happened but i think you could inference what happened um
0: it just felt very rushed to me it did
2: it did towards the end well it was
1: coming to an end of a comedy that Already was kind of long for a comedy. It was.
2: Yeah. I did notice that. I felt
1: every minute of that two hours.
2: Right. Thank you for bringing that up. I was like, this movie is progressing at a snail's pace. But I continue to watch. Like, I understood everything that was going on, and it was going super slow. But it still entertained me at some point. It was the weirdest... Movie I've ever seen because I had never seen a movie this
0: that felt this long. I, I don't know. I think Twenty One Jump Street dragged on quite a bit. <laughs> well, here's where you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> no, I agree. <laughs> oh my god, <laughs>
2: <laughs> I hate you all.
0: Well, Star Wars did too. Yeah. No, I agree Which one?
2: Cold Mountain did, but but I hate. I, I kept try, trying to check my phone during that.
3: Oh, I I. Didn't even try. I absolutely was checking my phone during Coming Wait, to America.
0: I think we can all agree. Really? Yes. The one that dragged in the most, Practical Magic. That was under two hours, though. Mm. It felt like four yeah. hours. But,
2: yeah, but yeah, i was gonna say a pronto. movie that's an hour and a half can feel like a okay, four-hour before movie. before we before
0: or, we uh, digress. Yeah.
2: Well. Too late. Yeah. <laughs> what? Uh, anything else you guys want to say about this film? I mean, well, I don't know what else there is else I to mean, cover. With
1: the comedies, you there's not too lot you can do because like what there's no really no special effects so oh yeah the practical effects in this were fantastic yeah mm, those really... practical
2: effects were practically yeah, magic <laughs> practically
1: <laughs> oh no
2: <laughs> sorry I had to that had nowhere to fit in that sentence but you know I had to alright <laughs>
1: um, and like as McNeil I find the movie funny McNeil seems to not find it funny it's maybe it's just a movie where it's a certain type of humor that you have to
0: like to right. enjoy the movie
2: Right. So, anything else you guys want to talk about, though, as far as the I, film goes?
0: I got to just say one thing. I really love the scene where James, when they're at the breakfast table, James Earl Jones talks about the bathers. He goes, You do not have sex with the royal bathers? I know I do. And and th- <laughs> things like that. All the best lines come from James
3: Earl Jones. Like, and anytime he said something that was funny, I was laughing.
2: All the only, every time I saw him, I was like, That's Mufasa. <laughs> Mufasa. Oh, and then I was like, "Oh wait, no, that's Vader." Yeah,
0: Darth Mufasa.
2: Darth Mufasa, Babe Ruth. What? Yep. The sand Sandlot. He, Sandlot. Wasn't he wasn't Babe,
3: Babe Ruth. Ruth. Yeah. He played with Babe. What Ruth. What do you
2: mean, Babe Ruth? Was like, he was the wasn't, neighbor.
3: Wasn't, oh, but wasn't he, he? It's been too long since he, I've seen that. Hey, no, he was
1: not Babe Ruth. Oh, Babe I, thought Ruth I thought he was, was supposed an to be
0: old fat white guy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I'm not sure. Do if you history, know baseball? Yeah. No, I don't. Do you know history okay. either? Yeah.
1: No, James Earl Jones was a character who played baseball he played with like those guys but he got hurt and so he couldn't play anymore. So, but he knew all of them like Babe Ruth, Joe DiMaggio, all those guys.
3: I got gotcha. you. It's, it's been it's been too long since I've. We seen should that watch movie. the Sandlot. We should movie. maybe you know, has I anybody requested cause it? Because he
2: hits the famous Babe Ruth ball over the fence, and no, that's nobody's nobody's requested okay. the Sandlot yet. Get Somebody do I that. Think no. we're getting to ratings? Maybe.
1: Nope, <laughs> no, we're gonna talk about Sandlot.
3: Yeah, we were,
2: but you know, whatever.
3: Let's just cut uh, the review of Coming to America short, and we'll talk about the Sandlot. Right,
2: <laughs> right. Let's talk about a good movie. Oh,
3: the
1: sandlot is good.
2: Yeah. Whoa. You got it. Pull it up. <laughs> it's forever. How can I have some more if I haven't had any yet? <laughs> okay. You so kill me, Smalls. Who wants to start rating? I will. Okay. I guess Mike will. You hesitated. I. I, I panicked. Um, uh, six. 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 It six. All right. <laughs> I think. I would have given it a higher score had it been shorter. I liked it. I thought it was funny. I won't say refreshing, but it was good enough. Um I definitely not a must watch, but I wouldn't even say get around to it eventually. It's eventually like at the bottom of your list. <laughs> Get to, get around to coming to America. That's that's how I'll put it. So
0: if it's gonna leave Netflix, throw it on for a watch before it leaves.
2: Sure, that's fair. That's fair.
0: Uh, um,
2: is it above average? It probably is average, if you ask me. So,
3: I'll go next uh, because I want to hopefully end on a high note with Brent. Um, I'm gonna give this movie a 4.5. Whoa. which, Yeah, I know. Um, I found this movie completely almost completely not completely mostly unfunny um, James Earl Jones and Samuel L. Jackson were the only points in the movie where I found myself laughing this movie was entirely too long um, I didn't like the ending of it I just I can't Mike's, Mike and Johnny say get around to it eventually I say you don't even have to do that like this is a movie you can absolutely skip
2: okay that's
0: fair John, what, John what about you this movie it's really hard to rate like i i enjoy 80s movies for some reason i don't know why I just Radical, i find dude. yeah i find them totally awesome dude <laughs> party was, on the 90s but it just this movie i i will admit it was too long i could feel the length yes it was funny at times but at the same time it just it didn't hit home a lot i don't know what are you oh, something at? happened over here?
3: Apparently, <laughs> oh, uh, phrasing, phrasing very much <laughs> phrasing. <laughs> I blanked out, I don't know
1: what he said. Oh, I don't know what I said. I'll I tell you after you the hand. show, or <laughs> you just go back and listen yeah. to <laughs> it.
0: But uh, I think if I had to give this something, it would be <laughs> that's not it. <laughs> keep going, <laughs> just keep going.
1: You might say it again. Just go. Yeah, um,
0: I'd give it a six.
1: Okay, let's,
0: yeah, well, that's I'd fair. give it a six,
1: Brent. Um, like I said, the the I do agree that this movie was probably too long for a comedy. There's stuff that they could have cut short to make the movie shorter, like the dance scene. Even the scene where he is talking to the girl he's supposed to marry and he's making her do things. Instead of so many things, he could have just stopped at a couple and they cut that yeah. off. Um, even the scenes, like they were kind of funny, but like she's walking through and her dress is so long, it takes them like five minutes right. of them just watching her dress. They could have cut those a little shorter. And stuff like that. I mean, I still do enjoy this movie. I think it's funny.
2: I'll give it a seven. Seven. Okay. So that brings the score collectively, cumulatively, whatever the word is. I don't know. Uh, Five point eight eight, which I was gonna say it feels low, but it feels right. Because uh, I,
0: I don't think so. I don't know. I think I think that yeah, it feels pretty right on target for me
2: yeah Not for you guys i guess yeah but, yeah. but you feel it's low and yeah. matt obviously feels it's high <laughs> I, it's a little too high <laughs> okay um so yeah is what it is i say get around to it at the bottom of your list brent
1: well i mean i would say if you like eddie murphy movies but apparently they don't agree but i do say if you're a fan of eddie murphy this is a movie you should watch that's if you fair.
0: like '80s eddie murphy yeah. <laughs> well, that wasn't no I, I just because feel... in my
1: opinion okay in my opinion I said the nutty professor would be the best Eddie Murphy movie then I would probably say Beverly Hills cop and then I would say coming to America
3: and I, I would agree with you that that uh, nutty professor is his best movie but I feel like for me Eddie Murphy's just one of those actors that his movies are just really hit and miss with me
2: okay that's fair so next week Matt yes I do have the pick
3: for next week. Um, I almost uh, said that we were going to watch Civil War, but I don't want to have to make everybody spend money to go watch it. So Shouldn't we, have
1: even teased it then.
3: Uh, we are... <laughs> sorry, everybody. Uh, we'll Sorry, get around. everybody. <laughs> we'll get around to it eventually, I'm sure. Um, yeah. But we are going to be watching uh, the 2014 Godzilla. 1998 Godzilla. Not 1998 <laughs> Godzilla. There is not a lot of fish here.
2: I was going to make that joke... So this one stars Matthew Broderick. No. (laughs) Hank Azera. (laughs) No. Uh, No, Godzilla from 2014. uh, Two hours long, PG-13 action adventure sci-fi. 6.5 out of 10 on IMDb. Synopsis. The world is beset by the appearance of monstrous creatures, but one of them may be the only one who can save humanity. Directed by Gareth Edwards. Written by Max Bornstein. uh, Dave Callahan. As Dave Callahan. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Dave Callahan as Dave Callahan? That's what it says, man. I just read it from <laughs> here. Uh it stars uh Aaron Taylor Johnston, who is Kickass. No, ki- yeah, he's Kick ki- he's kickass. ass he's yep. also the, the Quicksilver. S- I was gonna say the silver streak, but the Quicksilver. Silver Streak, yes. <laughs>
1: uh Quicksilver and uh Avengers, yep. not X Men. The X-Men. worst right. the worst
3: Quicksilver. Because the X Men Quicksilver is fantastic.
1: Into
2: this? The no, different actors. Different actors. But well, it's the same character, different actors. Yeah, okay, that's what I was gonna say. I was gonna say. Um, also stars Ken Watanabe, uh Watanabe, Brian Watanabe, <laughs> Watanabe, <laughs> uh, B. Kranz. Uh-oh. Uh oh, this boy B. Kranz. Elizabeth Olsen and a couple other names you'll 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 have faces and you'll recognize them. Said that terribly, but you know what I mean. Yep.
0: I gotta admit, I'm so happy that. Matt shows this movie. I was the biggest Godzilla fan when I was a kid. I that was one of the things I used to do on Friday nights. Like my parents you would throw on AMC oh. monster movies or whatever and I just watched those until bedtime. I'm wow. still a Godzilla fan. Yeah,
2: what do you mean uh, you used to be? You have you're wearing Godzilla underwear. I've seen them. I actually do
0: own a Godzilla shirt. Sure, shut up.
2: <laughs> oh sure. I was I thought he was gonna say underwear. <laughs> I thought he was gonna. I thought it was gonna get weird in here. I was like, "Okay, (laughs) I don't like
1: where this is going."
2: Um, It's gargantuan. (laughs) 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 Godzilla got seventy-four percent certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes uh, from the critics, and sixty-six percent of the audience liked it. So, as we kind of said earlier, it just kind of depends whether critics or audience liked it more. Um,
3: I actually thought that there would be a wider gap. Um, for this because I know like a lot of the people that I know this movie is very polarizing
2: Um, Mm -hmm. yes I it's no 1998 Godzilla thank goodness for sure (laughs) thank goodness I am looking forward to to reviewing this because I don't know if I have the nicest things to say about it I was like the voice of public opinion or something (laughs) The gingerbread man from uh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know if I have this. <laughs> Did he just say that? All You're right, off the yeah, <laughs> he's going on, yeah, right. I was just going <laughs> reeling <him> back in. <laughs> all right, so before we wrap up the show completely, follow us on Twitter and Facebook. Uh, Twitter is nothing real, and Facebook is nothing but real reviews and more. Uh, subscribe on iTunes. Uh, you can also stream us on a number of different websites now. But most importantly, we want you guys to send an email to us at lethargicmedia at gmail.com. Let us know what we're doing right. Let us know what we're doing wrong. Uh, And send us a list of movies that you want us to review. Or just if you have a gem of the week, our list of gems is is slowly dwindling. So just send us a gem of the week. Uh, I can't remember who sent us one, but it was Dope, and I checked it out. And I love that movie, and I totally plugged it as a gem like the next week. And it's on our
3: our uh, list of movies to um, watch. It's in the randomizer, so yeah. we'll get around to it as soon as the randomizer
0: picks it. Oh yeah, if you got a B or C movie or just something not really or well an heard a, of R and A movie. Oh yeah,
2: yeah. <laughs> just just if you have a movie, <laughs> let us know. Uh, the gig again. It's lethargicmedia at gmail dot com. Uh... And again, it
3: it doesn't have to be a good movie because yes, exactly. we exactly.
2: Also, have to get around to watching Twilight. It and doesn't have to be a bad movie. Also, yes, we've done Sharknado. <laughs> yeah. Um, Just any movie you want, and we'll talk about it. Good or bad. Yes. We did do Practical Magic. Yes. Well, that was uh, Schley's pick, wasn't yeah. it? Yes, it was. So. Again, I am so sorry. (laughs) (laughs) All right, so... And we're working on
1: those Fast and Furious. (laughs)
2: Uh, All 20 of them. All, All 20. All right, so who wants to end it? Tell your friends. Tell
0: your friends. Let's go, but inconspicuously. Through the window. Lady, I'm afraid I'm going to have to ask you to leave the store. Okay, that's it. Well, you guys, I'm going home. Game over, man. Game over. What are we going to do now? What are we going to do? Good night and good luck.
1: Thanks for listening to another episode of Nothing But Real Reviews and More. Remember to like us on Twitter and Facebook and subscribe and rate on iTunes. You're still here?